Welcome to Ryder Men's Basketball exclusively on your 2023 Intercollegiate Broadcasting Systems Media Award winner. And I will say that again, Jim, winner for the best college radio, 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronc.com. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wisser for another edition of Max Sanity on the Bronx. Tonight, the Ryder Bronx travel all the way to Jersey City, the Yanatelli Center, or, like, or some people call it the Run Baby Run Arena, to face the St. Peter's Peacocks. St. Peter's come into this game 11 and 16 overall, 6 and 12 in the MAC as the Bronx come in this game hobbling after. A not, a not so great loss Sunday versus the Mount St. Mary's Mountaineers, five and twelve overall, in twelve and six overall. But yet second in the MAC conference, Jim. Yes, the Bronx are still holding on to that number two seed, but this is to be a rough matchup for them, as the St. Peter's team knows a thing or two about getting hot in March. So you don't want to discount them just because of their record, like the Bronx may have came into that game against Mount St. Mary's, kind of sleepwalking, expecting just to run right through them and win that game with ease. But as we know, the MAC is a competitive conference. You cannot take any game for granted. And the Bronx found out the hard way against Mount St. Mary. So hopefully they're locked in and ready to play some real basketball here in Jersey City. Your starting five tonight for the Ryder Bronx is Dwight Murray, Alan Powell, Terry Gingram, Mervyn James, and Corey McKeithen. McKeithen cracking the star nod tonight for the Bronx. The Bronx in all red uniforms tonight in the Yanatelli Center. As the St. Peter's Peacocks switch it up tonight, getting the all-white coat coming out, the alternative for the Peacocks showing out their icy fresh uniforms. As you can hear behind us, St. Peter's is announcing all their starting lineup tonight. And it's it's a decently packed crowd tonight here tonight, Jim. Not too many people here, but still we got a lot of noise in this arena. Yes, this is an awfully loud arena. No matter how many fans come in here to pack this gym, it does get awfully loud. So that is definitely going to be a factor. But like you said, Tom, we see Corey McKeithen making a rare appearance in the starting lineups tonight. That must be a matchup-based thing. Coach Bag is looking to see what a three-guard lineup can do for him. I guess the last game out, that poor first half, we were really just struggling to find ways to score. So I guess maybe getting an extra ball handler out on the court may be his response to that last time out. Let's see if it benefits the team and if it's something that we might see come tournament time. Albatran usually fills that fifth spot in the, in the Riders' starting five. But tonight... Corey McKeithen. So like you said, Jim, maybe a matchup thing, maybe not. We will see what's going through Coach Baggett's head tonight as he puts Corey McKeithen in. See if it's, like I just said, a matchup thing or what they want to do defensively. But both teams coming onto the court right now. The tip-off will be Tariq Ingram versus 35 for St. Peter's Muhammad Sow. Both teams on the court here as we are almost ready for tip-off in yeah, the Yanatelli Center in Jersey City as Max Sanity reaching new heights here in Jersey City. We are ready for tip-off as St. Peter's wins the tip-off and gets first possession. Latrell Reed with the basketball for the Peacocks. Back to Corey Washington. Reed, left side guarded by McKeithen. Top of the key, 18 on the shot clock for the Peacocks. Sow. Back here to number 13, Isaiah Dasher. Dasher, lead scorer for this Peacock team with 14.7 points per game this season. Eight in the shot clock. Dasher, mid-range, no good. Rebound Ingram. Really good defense by the Bronx right out of the gates, forcing a contested mid-range jumper that couldn't find the mark. Murray trying to pass to Powell, gets tipped, but Powell got it. Back to Murray. 
James on the baseline, 17 on the shot clock, backing down his defender. Fade away for James, that's good. Beautiful fade away, 2-0. And that's the Mervyn James that we want to see when the Bronx are winning and playing their best basketball. Mervyn James is being aggressive and getting in the scoring column. Corey Washington gets it to a wide open. Muhammad Sow under the basket. Defensive breakdown for the Bronx, 2-2. Yeah, St. Peter's broke that press way too easily and had Sal wide open under the bucket. Corey McKeithen, back here to James, back to Powell. AP, right side, working on Dasher. Back to McKeithen. McKeithen with Jalen Murray right on him, trying to get some space. 10 on the shot clock. AP gets a screen. Back to Ingram now. Ingram, double team, getting through the lane, getting the bucket. What a beautiful spin move there by Tariq Ingram. Yeah, and that spin move was clean in the paint between two defenders. I'm not sure how Tariq Ingram was able to find his way through the defense, but he got it to fall, giving the Bronx the lead. 18-22 left here in this first half. Reed back to Murray. Long three from Murray, and he cashes it in. Ooh, wow, yeah, like you said, that was a deep three right there. He was a good three or four feet behind the three-point line, rose up in the face of the defender and knocked it down anyway. McKeithen back to Murray, left side, 19 in the shot clock, back to AP. Under 18 minutes left in this first. James to Murray in the corner as Murray, they're going to say, put his foot on the sideline. That's going to be a turnover for the Bronx. And Dwight Murray was trying to tightrope his way into the corner, and he was open. I believe he was looking to shoot that off of the pass from Mervyn James, but just a little bit unaware of where he was. Must have stepped on the line. That's going to be a bad turnover for the Bronx. No more Shaheen Holloway for the Peacocks here as Bashir Mason is the head coach for the Peacocks. Has another three by Jalen Murray makes his eighth of four. And this is not the start the Bronx wanted to see. Jalen Murray is hooping right now. He is shooting the lights out early on in this game. Someone's got to get up in his face and force him to pass the ball. Ingram from 15 feet mid-range. That's good. Nice shot there from the big man. Ingram making this 8-6. to six. Yeah, I like that out of Tariq Ingram. No hesitation. The Peacocks are playing a zone, so he's going to be wide open in the center of that zone. He just turned around, faced the rim, and rose up and knocked one down. Dasher putting the moves on Ingram. Ingram can kick it down low to Sal, working on AP. Sal lose the ball. That's a turnover. Mervyn James in transition. McKeithen going to kick it here to Powell. Powell moving three. No good. Fight for the rebound. It's going to go in the arms of Jalen Murray. Oh, wow. You see the Steph Curry effect in full effect right there as it was a three-on-two breakaway for the Bronx. They decide to pull up for a three rather than work it inside to Mervyn, who is running the court. Reed gets a screen here from Washington. Reed kicking it to Dasher. Another three from the Peacocks. Dasher sinks it. Wow. The Peacocks as a team are hitting their threes right now. The Bronx looked like they were completely not ready for this onslaught of perimeter basketball we're seeing from the St. Peter's Peacocks early in this game. Peacocks up 11-6. 16-25 left to go in this first. As AP couldn't grab the ball out of bounds. That's a turnover for the Bronx. And once again, we're seeing the Bronx offense just look disjointed, discombobulated, just not any purpose to the offense right now. They're throwing weak passes, and that one gets deflected. Hits off of AP, goes out of bounds, and yet another turnover for the Bronx. Dasher back to Sal, top of the key. Ingram right on him. Sal looking for some of the dish. will give it to Jalen Murray. Jalen Murray working on Dwight Murray here. Trying to go inside under the basket. Reverse layup. That's good. Nice reverse there by Jalen Murray. Yeah, Jalen Murray has that look on his face right now. He might single-handedly will this Peacock team to a win tonight. AP3, that's good. 
AP, big time shot there for the Bronx, 13 to nine. Yeah, and that was a big answer for the Bronx right there. As this arena is getting pretty raucous in here, but AP quiets the crowd with that three, splashing that nothing but net. Huge shot for the Bronx. Defensive breakdown by St. Peter's. AP was all alone on the right side, making this a four point game. Reed, right side here. Double team, giving it to Sal down low. Sal putting the moves on James, it gets it to go in. St. Peter's is just breaking this press. We are doubling and pressing out about round midcourt, and the Peacocks are just moving the ball, finding the open guy, and just making it look easy. McKeithen, top of the key. Ryder down six here. AP, right side, back to Murray. Murray working on Reed, back to AP. Down low to Ingram. Ingram dish it to James, and James couldn't get the end one, but will get the foul, working to the bucket. Six-point game here. Bronx down 15 to 9. 15-04 left to go in this first half at the Yanitelli Center. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 TheBronx.com. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's VocelliPizza.com. That's VocelliPizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Vocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. This is Toast Bakari Point Guard for your Ryder Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear every Ryder men's home game and select real games. This season, exclusively on WRRC2. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronx.com. I'm Tom Schmarco back here with Jim Wister as James calmly gets, gets to the stripe and hits the first free throw, making this a five-point game. Peacocks over the Ryder Bronx here at the Yanitelli Center, 15-10, 15-04 left to go in this first half as James misses the second one. Rebound, Peacock still a five-point game here. Yeah, and Tariq Ingram almost was able to tap that out to where the guards could get a hand on that ball, but St. Peter's was aware, was able to grab that long rebound, and they hold a five-point lead early in this game. Bronx 
Down by five at Jersey City. Latrell Reed with the basketball. Kicking it to Corey Washington. Back to Sow on the right side. Nine in the shot clock. Backing down Ingram. Sow. Mid-range fadeaway. That's no good. Almost rolled in as Reed gets the rebound here. That's going to be a foul down low on the Bronx. I think that was Corey McKeithen who was on the floor already. Yeah, Corey McKeithen was doing everything in his power to box out down low, but he was just not big enough to put up the fight needed in order to box out the St. Peter's Peacocks on that one. But that fadeaway look by Sal is what you'll live with if you're the Bronx. Both teams with one foul right now in this game. St. Peter's keeping the ball in his possession. Jalen Murray will keep it. AP on the defensive side. Screen here by Washington. Dasher left side. Back to Reed. Sal screen. Waves him off. Jalen Murray now going right to the rim. Long floater for Murray. No good. Rebound Ingram. Yeah, Murray's in attack mode right there. He waved off the screen because he just wanted to get an ISO, go one-on-one -on -one and get to the rim. Couldn't knock down the floater, though. James back now. Washington kicks it here to Ingram. Going up and getting fouled here by the Peacocks. And that was a beautiful no-look bounce pass by Mervyn James down low in the paint. Backing down, down his defender. Sees Sal come over to play some help defense. That means Tariq Ingram's wide open right over there. Fizz the bounce pass in perfectly to Tariq Ingram who draws the foul. Ingram stepping to the line here for two shots on that shooting foul. Peacocks now with two fouls in this game. Ingram on the stripe here. First free throw. Ingram makes the first one. Ingram's been so smooth from the stripe early in the season. Had his struggles from the free throw line but now kind of just sinks it with ease the past couple months here. Yeah, the big man has been showing a lot of offensive game recently, and Coach Baggett has gratefully accepted that, put him in the starting lineup because he's been able to get some buckets for this team when they need them. Ingram goes two for two at the line. Big is a three-point game, 14.07 left in this first half. St. Peter's Peacocks with the basketball now. Peacocks. Gonna give it to Sadler here. Sadler working on Dwight Murray. Sadler back to Corey Washington. Washington back to Sadler. Corey McKeithen on the defensive side. Sadler 13 on the shot clock. Sal back to Dasher. Dasher, as that's going to be an illegal screen on the Peacocks, going the other way. Yeah, that Sal definitely did not get his feet set right there on that screen on AP. And AP looked like he took a shot on that one, too. It looks like he's checking out his nose to make sure he's not bleeding or anything. That was some physical basketball, but that's the way St. Peter's likes to play. Stop to play here. Four seconds. Zero on blue will check in for the Ryder Bronx as the same starting four will stay out. AP. Guarded here by Jalen Murray over midcourt. AP working on Jalen Murray. Powell back to blue. Blue back to James. James trying to drive in. We'll give it to Murray now. Murray stopping. We'll give it back to Mervyn James. 15 on the shot clock. James backdoor cut to AP. Blocked. Going up to the rim, but Ingram gets the rebound, puts it back in. Wow, yeah, that was a beautiful pass and backdoor cut right there by AP, but wow, the cover-covery defense right there. I believe that was Jalen Murray that got that block. Man, that, he came out of nowhere for that, but luckily Tariq Ingram was in the right place in the right time to get the put back. One-point deficit here for the Bronx. 13.09 left in this first half. Sow, top of the key, guarded by Ingram. Back to Murray here. Murray, Jalen Murray trying to go inside. Will be defended by Blue. Jalen Murray, kick at the end one. Won't get the roll, but will get the foul. And as I've been saying, Jalen Murray is in attack mode right now, putting a little bit of shake and bake on the defenders on his drive to the rim. Luckily for the Bronx, that one rolls out, so we won't get a chance at a three-point play. But the Bronx need to figure out a way to slow Murray down. That's Ryder's second foul of this half. Jalen Murray will step to the line for two free throws after that shooting foul. Jalen Murray. 
whereas eight of St. Peter's first 15 points in this game misses the first one. And that's surprising, the way he's been shooting threes and just getting to the rim with ease. It's a surprise that his, uh, one of his first misses of the game will come at the free throw line. AOJ will step to the starting five here as Trey Gingram will sit the bench. Jalen Murray calmly knocks down the second one, 16-14. Yeah, and you know anytime AOJ sets foot in a Bronx basketball game, he's going to bring some energy, some passion, and some defense, and the Bronx need all three of those right now. Trey Murray just gets the ball stolen away from him, sadly the other way. Peacock's in transition. Almost got the end one, but I think they're going to call it travel on the drive. Yeah, as it looked like he was trying to get the pass off right there. Sadler got caught in between passing it and shooting it. Realized the pass wasn't there, but already had let go of the basketball. Threw himself kind of a self-alley-oop, but you're not allowed to do that here. James, right side. Bourbon James back to Murray. Gets a screen from James. Kicking it to AP. Three-point shot. AP can't knock it down. Goes on the other side of the board. That's technically out of bounds there. That's going to go the other way. Yeah, and it looked like AP was going to have a wide open look in the corner, but Corey Washington rotated over there in a hurry to contest that shot, and that one was way off the mark by AP. Peacocks will inbound from the baseline here. Sadler getting it over mid Corey. Corey McKeithen will follow. Sadler, right side, working on Corey McKeithen. Going to give the Cardassi, who just checked into this game. Kyle Cardassi back to Sal here. That's picked off there by Mervyn James. Like a safety, Mur Mur Murray in transition. Back to Blue. Blue trying to kick it. 24 in the shot clock. Back to AOJ. AOJ signaling for someone to come over. Backing down his defender, Corey McKeithen, long three. That's no good. Rebound here by the Peacocks. Yeah, and that after a great defensive possession. That is not the shot the Bronx want. A deep three by Corey McKeithen, who is not known for being a great perimeter shooter. You can find better looks than that. Jalen Murray almost got stuck there. We'll kick it to Sadler now. Sadler gets the screen here by Washington. Sadler trying to go inside. Mid-range shot for Sadler. No good. Rebound Dwight Murray. That was a good look right there. He was able to knock Dwight Murray off on that drive right there, a little pull up in the lane, just couldn't get it to fall. 15-footer here by Mervyn James, no good. Rebound by Jalen Murray. Yeah, and you don't like to see long twos. Mervyn, at that point, you might as well step back one more foot and make that a three-point attempt. Yeah, a little more than 15 feet there. Mervyn James, long mid-range shot there, no good, as Jalen Murray will get the ball now. Murray trying to go inside. Corey Washington wasn't even looking for the ball. Coden Corral, it's going to go right out of bounds on the baseline. That's going the other way, but not after this timeout. Peacocks up two over the Bronx at the Yanatelli Center in Jersey City. 16-14, 11-20 left to go in this first half on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. 1077 The Bronx campus traditions are underwritten in part by Thai Chalk Chalk, the official Asian food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Want a taste of Asian and Thai cuisine? Look no further than the Thai Chalk Chalk food truck, a mobile caterer service offering authentic Thai food and Southern-style Thai beverages. Using only the freshest produce, the Thai Chalk Chalk menu features the best Asian cuisine found on four wheels. From veggie steamed rice with chicken to traditional pad thai, complete food truck schedule online try their website at taichokchokfoodtruck.com or follow them on facebook to try their drunken dog and chili loaded fries they roll into town get a taste of taichokchok's fan favorites such as their super hot and spicy drunken noodles cool and refreshing hibiscus tea and wan yen for dessert order online to enjoy taichokchok at home or to have your next event catered by their delicious food truck so everyone can experience taichokchok's authentic dishes for mobile thai food at its best the first choice is always the right choice. Thai Chalk Chalk.
Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club. Audrey Hepburn once said, laughing is and will always be the best form of therapy. And that's exactly what Catch a Rising Star does, provide therapy through comedy and deep belly laughs. The original world-famous comedy club, Catch has been synonymous with the best names in comedy for more than a quarter century. Their performers have appeared on HBO, BET, Showtime, Comedy Central, and more. Whether you're looking for a date night, girls' night out, or solo laughs, Catch a Rising Star is guaranteed to meet your comedy needs. Looking to host your next celebration or event and in need of group tickets? Catch a Rising Star has that covered too. For tickets and more information online, it's catcharisingstar.com. You will laugh so hard, it'll hurt. Sean Morin has absolutely no filter and will say whatever is on your mind. But too afraid to say this weekend at Catch a Rising Star in the Hyatt Regency Princeton. For tickets to see Sean Morton this Friday, March 3rd at 8 p.m. and Saturday, March 4th at 7.30 p.m., it's catcharisingstar.com. Hey, it's Tokes Bakari, point guard. My Bronx family and my own family. Listen to me hit threes online on 1077, the Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can tune in to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077thebronc.com. Welcome back to 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. I am Thomas Jamarco back here with Jim Wisser in this Ryder basketball game. Ryder down two to the St. Peter's Peacock, 16 to 14, 11-04 left to go in this first half in the Anatelli Center in Jersey City. AOJ going right to the bucket here and will get fouled on his travel there. Yeah, that was an interesting set they ran down there as they had Zarion Blue go down and set a screen in the paint, which AOJ came around, got the ball, went right to the rim, and it looks like we gave a St. Peter's Peacock yeah, player. Yeah, Corey Washington. A little roughed up. It looks like he's in some significant pain, too. It looks like he hit the ground pretty hard trying to defend AOJ in the paint, and AOJ is a physical player, so if you're not ready, he will bring the physicality to you, and it looks like Corey Washington was caught off guard. Corey Washington, who averages 6.9 points per game this season, is on the floor now. You said it, Jimmy. Hit the floor hard, try to go for that rebound on AOJ. As AOJ went to the rim, got the foul. We'll shoot two when he comes back on. But Corey Washington in some pain right now, trying to hold that arm. It looks like. Yeah, I can't tell whether it's his arm or possibly the ribs. He may have taken a shot to the chest or went down and got the wind knocked out of him. But he's up on his feet, thankfully. Looks like he'll be okay. We just don't know if he's going to be able to be okay enough to come back in this game anytime soon. Yeah, they're going to escort Washington back to the locker room here as Ryder will come back onto the court here. As we can see in the distance, they're going to look at Washington. Looks like they're going to look at his elbow or arm. Either one either one on the, on the arm there. But in the meantime, AOJ will step to the line and shoot two free throws. AOJ on the line here after that shooting foul. AOJ first free throw, no good. And AOJ has not been the most consistent player at the free throw line on the season, hitting just under 67% of his free throws. So just about two out of every three AOJ is good for. AOJ back in the line, looking to make it one point game. AOJ knocks it in. 16-15 game, 11-01 left to go in this first half. And it's surprising that the Bronx are still staying out here in this press as it's been broken with ease each and every trip down by the Peacocks. Reed, right side, 
Guarded by Powell. Reed trying to go to the Gopot inside as he's going to be fouled by McKeithen. That's kind of a smart foul by McKeithen there. The Gopot is much larger than Corey McKeithen. He's going to go right to the rim with ease. Yeah, and that's a good, strong foul by McKeithen, too, not allowing the big man to go up and shoot the shot anyway. He wrapped him up, and I think they're calling that one on the floor. So that's not even a shooting foul. That's the other going to call that on the floor here. Survivor with three fouls in this game. St. Peter's with four still. Reed inbounding from the baseline. Going to give it to Sadler. Sadler, 18 on the shot clock. Sadler gets three from the go pot. Working on blue. Sadler trying to go right to the rim. Trying to muscle his way there. Mid-range fadeaway shot. And that's good. Nice shot there by Sadler. Yeah, really nice shot. And there's not much more that Zarion Blue can do right there. He took the contact. He was right there in the face of the shooter. That's just a better shot-making ability by Sadler. As Ryder tried to go quick there. Just threw it a little too over Mervin James's head. That's going to go soaring right out of bounds there. A turnover on the Bronx. And turnovers like that are a sight we've seen way too often with the Bronx over the past couple of games. They need to clean things up offensively. Peacock's back with the basketball. Sadler, right side. 10-11 left to go this first half. Gardassi kicking it to Reed here, guarded by Powell. Reed trying to get to the rim here. Nine in the shot clock, kicking it here to Sadler. Sadler going to the rim on James Sadler, getting his way to the rim, off the glass and in. Yeah, and that little bit of a ball fake from Sadler out there. Got Mervin James to take that one step towards him. And as soon as Mervin did that, Sadler blew right by him and got to the rim. You can see the visible frustration by Kevin Baggett there on that drive. As Ryder now down 15. Murray kicking it to James. James 15 feet away trying to work on the go pot. Great defense here by the Peacocks. James going to go right to the rack as James does not care about your tight defense and will get the two points anyway. Yeah, Mervin was a bit of a one-man ban on that possession right there. There was nowhere to go with that basketball. No help coming from the teammates. He just willed his way to the rim and somehow got the shot to go in. Patrell Reed, double teamed here. will kick it to Sadler. Sadler top of the key, trying to work his way in. Going to kick it here. Three-point shot by the Peacocks. No good. Brent Bland couldn't cash it as Murray grabs the rebound. Bronx in transition. Murray will go right to the rim here. Floater is up. No good. Rebound Sadler. Peacocks in transition now. Fast-paced basketball here. The Yanatelli Center. 15 footer by Sadler. No good. AOJ rebound. You might even say that both teams are implementing a bit of that run-baby-run strategy right here. Is this some fast-paced basketball? Murray left side. Guarded by Reed. 8.42 left to go in this first half. Murray kicking it to Blue. Blue back to Powell. Bronx down by three. Zarion Blue looking for a screen here. We'll give it to Powell. Ten on the shot clock. Murray kicking it to Blue. Three-point shot by Blue. That's good. Wow, that is a huge shot right there by the Bronx. Great ball movement against the zone. Nobody was dribbling on that possession. They got the ball, and as soon as they got it, they turned face the defense and swung it to a teammate. Zarion Blue wide open in the corner, knocking down that three. Tie game at Run Baby Run Arena right now. In the go pod, top of the key, tied at 20. 8.08 left to go in this first half. Cardassi, right side, lost the ball, gets it back. Back to Sadler, Blue clapping his hands. Sather still running with the basketball. Four in the shot clock. Going to kick in the go pot. Losing the ball. Out of bounds. That's a turnover. It's Bronx ball. 
Looks like the refs actually may have said that it was off of Dwight Murray. I think that's what they're going to call it here, Jim. Who did make a great play right there as the big man was wide open underneath. Dwight Murray was able to get his hands on that bounce pass before it got to the big man. But I do think the call on the floor is St. Peter's basketball. As the Peacocks will have one second left on the shot clock when we come back from commercial break. 7.55 left to go in this first half. Tie game at 20 at the Yanitelli Center on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza, 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Yo, Frankie, pizza review time. We're in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania, here at DiLorenzo's The Berg. From what I hear, they specialize in a perfect pizza pie recipe passed down through three generations called the Trend Tomato Pie, which is cooked to a perfect golden brown crisp and sweet tomato sauce like you would never believe. I can already see the crispy crust. All right, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. Oh, my Lord, Frankie. These bird folks don't mess around. This is at least a 9.5. DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza has all the pizza and other delicious menu options you can ask for, including classic pizzeria-style sandwiches, pastas, and salads. You can learn more about Delo's menu and their order online options with just one click at DiLo'sTheBerg.com. Remember, DiLorenzo's The Berg is located across the Delaware on 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Frankie, you getting this? I'm about to eat this whole pie by myself. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bayville to North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Reading, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. Hi, it's Dwight Murray, your point guard for the Ryder Bronx. Before I post up, I open my 107.7 The Bronx Retro app in Google Play to listen to every Ryder man's home game and select the road games on WRRC2. Welcome back to Ryder Basketball here on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx.com. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wister as we got a tie game in Jersey City. The Peacocks and the Bronx tied at 20. 7.55 left to go in this first half. The Peacocks have one second to inbound it on the baseline. They get a shot off. Murray, desperation, three-point shot, no good. Not even close. Alan Matran with the rebound. His first time in this game. Yeah, and the Bronx smartly were face-guarding everybody on that one, knowing that the Peacocks would only have time for a catch-and-shoot off that inbounds pass. So great defense by the Bronx, and they have a chance to take their first lead of this game. Emi Benson also checked into this game for the first time all night as Dwight Murray will control the basketball, working on Jalen Murray, Allen Powell, top of the key. Mid-range shot as he got fouled on his way there. Shot almost went in, miraculously.
obviously. But it'll roll out as AP will step to the line for two shots. Yeah, and I like that set that they ran right there. They got AP coming up, coming off a down screen, catching it. AOJ setting him another screen right there. As soon as he got around it, one step inside the three-point line. AP pulling up for his patented mid-range jumper. Didn't get it to fall, but he definitely was fouled. Powell on the line. Will shoot two free throws here. Looking to take the lead for the first time in this game. Powell, first free throw is good. Powell. Back to the line as the Bronx have a one-point lead here, 21 to 20. 7.37 left to go in this first half. St. Peter's has now has five fouls in this game. Yeah, and they like to play physical basketball, so that is not surprising at all. The Bronx got to use that physicality against the Peacocks here. AP second shot is good. AP now with five points in this game in the first half. Murray for the Peacocks. Getting over midcourt. Back to Reed. Reed double-teamed. Remini gets over midcourt. Jalen Murray now with the basketball. Back to Reed. Dasher back in the game. Dasher kicking it to Reed. Back to Dasher. Corner three for Isaiah. Dasher is good. Peacocks retake the lead. And I still don't understand why the Bronx are still in the press. The Peacocks are not having any trouble breaking it. And as soon as they break it, that just leaves the Bronx defense in a scramble drill, trying to get back to their matchups. And the Peacocks make them pay yet again as Isaiah Dasher got a good look from the corner three. Dasher has six in this game now. Murray on the right side, under seven minutes in the first half. AOJ on the perimeter, trying to get around his defender, kicking it to AP, moving three for AP, that's good. Wow, and that one was pure, the net barely even moved on that three-point shot by Cash Money AP, and that bailed out that possession right there as it looked like the Bronx didn't have anything going. Ryder by two, 25-23. Latrell Reed trying to go in, will kick it back out to Dasher. Dasher, back here to Jalen Murray. Murray on Murray, gets a screen from Tut as Murray shoots a three-point shot, but they're going to call that. Looks like a moving screen away from the basketball, I think, and that's going to go the other way. Yeah, Tut definitely did not have his feet set right there. He was almost kind of running like he was an offensive lineman trying to block Dwight Murray from getting back to Murray out on the wing right there. Good call by the refs, and the Bronx can build upon this lead. They were down a significant amount early in this game, but as true good teams do, they battled back. They had confidence in themselves, and here they find themselves with a two-point lead, hoping to build upon that. Dwight Murray, right side, guarded by Reed, gets a screen from Benson. Murray still working on his defender, kicking it to Powell. Back to AOJ on the baseline, back to Murray. Nine in the shot clock, good ball moving here by the Bronx. Floater from Murray, no good. Fight for the rebound, AOJ gets it. Offensive rebound for the Bronx. AOJ put it back up, no good. Rebound Dasher as Dasher will go out of bounds. Bronx will keep the basketball. Yeah, and Dasher just lost his balance over there. He was trying to say that he was pushed by Nehemiah Benson, but he just lost his footing, went right out of bounds. Big mistake right there, and the Bronx hopefully can capitalize on it. Murray will inbound from the baseline. Fresh 20 on the clock. Murray getting inside here to Betran. Betran will hit the deck. Turnover, no foul. Latrell Reed to Jalen Murray, three-point shot. That's good. Wow. Jalen Murray has came to play tonight. The Bronx need to do everything they can to slow him down. Jalen Murray cooking up in this game as this crowd's getting loud. Peacocks by one right now. Betrayan three-point shot. That's good. In the eye hole of the Peacocks. Take that. Yeah, and that is yet another silencer. The Bronx, not a really prolific three-point shooting team, but they are knocking down some timely threes here to answer every time St. Peter's tries to go on a run. Latrell Reed, the Brent Bland, Bland, back here to Jalen Murray. 50 in the shot clock, 5-12 on the game clock. Reed, guarded here by 
Didn't kick it to tight, tight inside. And sort of called that foul on the floor. Otherwise, it would have been an and one. But Tut will go to the line for two free throws. Yeah, and the Bronx got a little lucky on that one as Dwight Murray tried to slip in there and draw the charge on the big man. But he was in the restricted area. Lucky they didn't call a continuation to give the big man an and one on that one. Check that. They're going to call that on the court, like I said. So Ryder getting the foul there. They're fourth in this half as Latrell Reed will just inbound from the baseline. Reed, look for someone to pass to, look for someone to free up. We'll give it to Cardassi here, barely getting it. Cardassi back here to Murray, guarded by Murray, almost poked it out. Jalen Murray gets it back. 13 on the shot clock. Murray on Murray, 10 on the shot clock. Jalen Murray kicking it here to Cardassi, trying to go inside. Kyle Cardassi inside, get it to roll. Wow, Cardassi with a great finish over the outstretched arms of Mervyn James. It looked like Mervyn was going to send that flying out of bounds. Cardassi find, found a way to get that off the glass and in. Tyrell Blaine checks into this game for the first time for the Bronx. Dwight Murray getting the ball. Betran, three-point shot straight away. No good. Rebound, Cardassi. Yeah, that was a bit of a uh, poor shot selection right there by Alan Betran. Bronx were swinging the ball around. He was not that open. Not the worst look in the world, but that's one that since it didn't go down, you could definitely try to find something a little more high percentage. Tied at 28 here, 412 left to go in this first half. Cardassi on the right side, 10 in the shot clock. Jalen Murray telling his guys to move. Jalen Murray gonna go right to the rim. Nice dip off, kick to here to tight as tight will get to the rim and get the and one. And I believe that was Latrell Reed that found him on that drive right there. Great pick and roll action. Tut got himself established down low after setting the screen. Latrell Reed, as soon as he felt both defenders come over to him, dropped it off to the big man inside, got the hoop and the harm, and one opportunity for the Peacocks. St. Peter's reclaimed the, reclaimed the lead here, 30-28. to 4.04 left in the first half as Thomas Tut will go to the line for his and one free throw. Tut. Free throw is no good. It'll stay a two-point deficit for the Bronx. Rebound, Mervyn James. Missed opportunity by the Peacocks. The Bronx need to capitalize. They need to find a good shot this trip down the court. Petran, left side, kicking it to Murray. Murray trying to free up, going to give it to Mervyn James. James back to Murray, almost lost it. Murray, guarded by Jalen Murray. AP makes a man miss. Going to kick it back to Murray. Eight in the shot clock. Moving floater by Murray. That is good. And Khalid tied at 30. Big floater right there in the lane by Dwight Murray Jr. But this zone defense that the Peacocks are playing is giving the Ryder offense fit still. Dwight Murray creating something out of nothing right there, helping the Bronx get back on the board. But the Bronx need to figure out the zone. Cardassi back to Dasher, back to Reed. Left side, Powell guarding. Jalen Murray guarded by Tut. Excuse me, gets a screen from Tut. Jalen Murray moving three, no good. Rebound Murray. Yeah, those are the shots you'll live with. Contested threes off the dribble. Not the highest percentage shot in the world. Ooh. Murray, pop and stop. Three-point shot in transition. Three-point lead for the Bronx. And that's the Dwight Murray we love to see. Confident, running in transition, getting his shot in rhythm. Big-time three for the Bronx, giving us another lead. This game has been back and forth all night long. Dasher to Latrell Reed. 13 on the shot clock. Reed going right to the rim. AP blocked it, but they'll get AP with a shooting foul on that timeout. Yeah, Dasher with that one right there. Way to use his body, defend off the defender inside, put AP in a position where he only had the choices of fouling 
or allowing an easy two inside. Bronx by three, 33 to 30 at the Yanatelli Center. 2.45 left to go in this first half, only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. 1077 The Bronx campus traditions are underwritten by Yoka's food truck and catering services for festivals, community events, and fundraisers in New Jersey. Yoka's is not your average food truck. Occupying a big yellow family-owned trailer, Yoka's is sure to be a fan favorite for your family and friends. With high-quality food and unmatched service, Yoka's has a giant menu to satisfy your gang's colossal cravings with breakfast, lunch, and dinner on demand. Fear not picky eaters, everyone will find something they love at this world-class food trailer. Yoka's's catering packages can feed an entire block party with mains, sides, drinks, and desserts, all perfected by their friendly and capable chefs. Whether your event is big or small, Yoka's has you covered with their famous eggplant parmesan, juicy burgers, fries, pork or leg and cheese sandwiches, and more. No stress or sweat involved with Yoka's at the party. They put out the fires while you put out all the stops. If you're looking for a service to cook up a storm at your next event, look no further than Yoka's Food Truck and Catering. See their menu online. It's yokas.com. That's yokas.com. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Look at this gift Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty, Jack, Bean, Honey, are you, are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. Listen to the Ryder Bronx basketball on your iOS device. This is Dwight Murray, your point guard. Go to the Apple Store to search and download WRRC2 to hear all of our home games and select road games on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx.com. I'm Thomas Marco back here with, with Jim Wister in Jersey City as the Bronx have a three-point lead over the St. Peter's Peacock, 33-30, to 30, 2.45 left to go in this first half here, Jim. Yeah, and the Bronx have surprisingly came out and been shooting the lights out from three, hit, hitting on five of nine attempts early in this game. There hasn't been that many games throughout the season where we've hit, seen them hit five or more threes in a whole game, let alone a first half of basketball. So hopefully that means the shooters are turning it on at the right time as we're getting ready for March. But before we get to the tournament, they got to focus in on winning this game because St. Peter's is not going down without a fight tonight. Last time out, Powell fouled uh, Latrell Reed there on the drive as Reed will now go to the line for two free throws. Reed missing the first one will go back to the stripe for his second. And St. Peter's as a team is only one of four from the foul line right now, leaving a lot of points at the line. 
Reed, second free throw, and that is no good. 0 for 2 at the line, Latrell Reed. Murray with the rebound. Yeah, teams usually at home. You got friendly rims. You're familiar with the rims. Usually you see teams knock them down at home, but the St. Peter's team is struggling from the line. AP kicking it inside to Murray. Dwight Murray, floater on the move, and that is good, and that is beautiful. Yeah, that is some crafty play inside by Dwight Murray, getting into the middle of that zone defense, hitting the defender with a pump fake, going right around him, then one dribble, hitting him with the floater. That is Dwight Murray just showing that he is an absolute savant with the basketball. Reed kicking it here to Jalen Murray. Murray kicking it to Bland. Bland three-point shot. Brent Bland can't hit it. Rebound Dwight Murray. Bronx yeah. in transition. Way too much muster by Bland on that three-point attempt. Tariq Ingram, 15-footer, and that is no good. Rolls out. Rebound here by Latrell Reed. Reed slowing it down a little bit for the Peacocks. Reed kicking it here to Dasher. Dasher back in the game. Back here in the go pot. Murray, Jalen Murray, 141 left to go in this first half. Dasher, three-point shot by Dasher. No good, can't cash it in. Rebound, Dwight Murray. Wow, and it seems like just about every trip down that we're seeing the ball rattle around the rim and come flying out. I don't know what it is about these rims, but almost anywhere else, I feel like these shots would be falling. Bronx by five right now, 35 to 30. Ingram trying to get to the rim. We'll kick it here to James. James backing down Dasher. Kicking it to Betran, back to James. Nine in the shot clock. Mervyn James, spin move, mid-range shot, no good. A Tariq Ingram with the offensive rebound and getting the end one. Big fight inside by Tariq Ingram, securing that rebound somehow in the midst of all the Peacocks down low. That is Tariq just wanting it more than anyone else out there on the floor, powering through the defense to finish that shot and step to the line, hopefully converting a three-point play as the Bronx have found themselves with a quite the comfortable lead now late in this first half. Ingram, the beefiest man on the court on that possession, getting over to Gopot and the end one. Bronx by seven right now. 110 left. Ingram will now step to the stripe for his hand one free throw. St. Peter's has seven fouls in this game now. Ingram taking his time on the stripe. Free throw is good. The Bronx find themselves leading by eight here after a horrendous first few minutes of this game. They weathered the storm. They know that they are the better team and they've played like it ever since about the uh, 12-minute stretch, or 12-minute point here in this first half. Sadler guarded by Betran. Sadler right side. Kicking it to Cardassi. Cardassi under a minute in this game. Sadler left side, eight in the shot clock. Sadler trying to go to the rim as he's going to kick it back out to Jalen Murray. Four in the shot clock now. Jalen Murray gets screen from tight. Murray floater, and that is no good. Rebound Ingram. As Ingram lost the ball, Murray, Sadler as Ingram swats it away from Sadler. But St. Peter's getting it back. Cardassi, three-point shot. No good. Rebound Ingram. Too much going on in that possession, Jim. Yeah, a lot of action going on right there. But luckily, the Bronx come away without allowing any points. Despite St. Peter's getting three looks at it, Tariq Ingram was a force down inside, swatting a shot, securing rebounds, doing everything he can to keep the Bronx lead at eight points. Murray, no shot clock now. Seven seconds left. Murray. Directing traffic, working on Sadler. Murray gets into his crossover. Three-point shot. 
no good as Dasher's gonna swat it out of bounds and that's how we will go to the locker room. Bronx up eight at the locker room, 38-230. Yeah, and the Bronx, like I said earlier, really turned it on there in the second half of the first half right there. St. Peter's came out swinging early on, but the Bronx are resilient. They stayed fighting and they were able to build themselves a comfortable lead going into the half. A late surge by the Bronx makes it an eight-point game, 38-30 at the Anatelli Center. Only on 1077 The Bronc and 1077 The Bronc.com. Programming on 1077 The Bronc and 1077 The Bronc Retro is underwritten in part by Pure Green in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville. Are you in the mood for refreshing drinks that are not only delicious but healthy as well? Or what about an acai, pitaya, or oatmeal bowls if you're hungry? Then Pure Green should be your next stop for made to order smoothies and bowls, cold pressed juice, and more. Pure Green uses performance enhancing superfood based ingredients sourced from all over the globe that not only taste amazing but are super healthy and loaded with a essential vitamins. Relax in their comfy seating area or order to go online by simply clicking their order now button on their website, puregreennj.com. That's puregreennj.com. Or deliver from DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub right to campus. Pure Green also offers catering options perfect for your next on-campus event or meeting. So the next time that you're looking to quench your thirst with food and drinks, that not only your taste buds, but your body will love too. Enjoy Pure Green, Princeton, located in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville, or enjoy their new location in Newtown, PA. The Bronx Lunchbox on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Osteria Procaccini in Pennington and Crosswicks with pizza you can't beat and all your favorite classics perfected in their recipes. Osteria Procaccini will remind you why they are one of the most popular hotspots in Pennington and Crosswicks. Learn from the locals and try a slice of their infamous Nona Cecina pizza. Order a side of garlic knots to complement your meal and enjoy the dish that everyone is raving about. Visit Osteria for a taste of authentic Italian terracotta oven-cooked pizza with their house specialty thin charred crust and vegan dough. They have appetizers aplenty, red pizza, white pizza, soup, salads, Italian sandwiches, pasta, artisan raviolis, and more. Try their fire-roasted entrees or plates. And don't forget to order a little something sweet from Osteria's delicious dessert menu. Let Osteria Procaccini prove to your taste buds why they're the best pizza in Central Jersey. Drop into their restaurant, grab and go with curbside pickup, or place an order for delivery by phone or online at getforky.com. Osteria Procaccini makes dinner a feast with Tara Ricotta oven pizza you simply can't beat. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by The Tanning Zone in Hamilton, Ewing, and now open in Bordentown. Welcome to the Tannies. We're on the red carpet for the tanning world's most prestigious award ceremony. Look, here comes the legendary Tanning Zone in Hamilton. <gasps> the one that started it all. Wow, what a glow! Not to be outdone, it's the tanning zone in Ewing. No second fiddle when it comes to getting a great tan. Stop. Who's that? That's the new kid in town, the tanning zone in Bordentown. Shut up. Tanning zone is bringing it to Bordentown. Full tanning services plus new spa services like poly red light therapy, bleach bright advanced teeth whitening, and the cocoon wellness pro pod. <gasps> oh, snap. With affordable daily indoor sun specials, the new tanning zone in Bordentown is making quite the name for itself at the tannies. Glamorous. For more information about the Tanning Zone online, including their brand new Bordentown location, it's thetanningzonehamilton.com. 
1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Mi Espana. 301 North Harrison Street in the Princeton Shopping Center. Mi Espana will transport you to the other side of the Atlantic with their authentic Spanish street food. Their Mercadado food truck inspired space is perfect for whatever dining experience you're craving. Whether it's socializing with family and friends, business lunches with colleagues, or a quick meal on the go, Mi Espana offers dishes full of amazing Spanish flavors for food lovers everywhere. Get ready to be immersed in a world of tapitas from all across Spain with the help of Chef Jose Diaz and his creative culinary work, blending classic and regional flavors. Mi Espana's signature dishes and authentic flavors will have you coming back for more. Dishes like bocadillos, paellas, tapitas, soups, desserts, and bebidas, all perfected to fit your cravings. Place an order online for pickup, call for delivery services, or walk in to experience Mi Espana's amazing dining atmosphere. For more information about Mi Espana online, it's getforky.com. That's getforky.com. It's halftime in Lawrenceville, and your men's basketball team is back in the locker room drawing up for the second half. While the cheerleaders take the court, here's Thomas Tremarco and Jim Wister to break down and analyze the first half of Ryder basketball action only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Welcome to the halftime show here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wister as your Ryder Bronx up 38 to 30 over the St. Peter's Peacocks at the locker room. Right now, St. Peter's just kind of, uh, you could say, kind of got off to a really quick first half, I guess I was trying to say. Just, uh, just bing, bang, boom. And right just after that, it was, what, 11 to 6, 13 to 6, and then went to 15 to 9. Ever since then, it's been all Bronx. But that quick first half was all Jalen Murray, really, here at the Yanatelli Center in Jersey City. Jalen Murray got to, I believe, eight quick first half points for the St. Peter's Peacocks. Got the Peacocks to an early first half lead. Ever since then, it's been all Bronx. But as of right now, it's only really Jalen Murray that's hurting the Bronx at this moment. Yeah, and Jalen Murray really came out of the gates firing right away. Like you said, Tom, an eight quick points within the first couple minutes of this game. It felt like he was going to go out here and drop like a career high, just have one of those nights where he can't miss. But the Bronx did a great job slowing him down, trying to make the other players be the ones that beat them. And as soon as they were able to do that, like you said, Tom, the Bronx took control of that first half right there. They were able to close it out with an eight-point lead, and the Bronx offense is really finding its groove. Like I said earlier, five threes in the first half for our Bronx, and that's a rare sight as we have not been a good three-point shooting team all season long. As a team, we're only averaging 4.9 three-pointers made per game. We already have five here in the first half. The Bronx are turning it on. They're finding good shots, and a lot of it has come from the inside out because as Tariq Ingram got going, and as soon as he got going, the defense collapsed on him, and that was leaving the shooters open on the perimeter. Yeah, the Peacocks right now, three, or excuse me, Jalen Murray, three for four from the perimeter right now. You said the Bronx are five for ten, but Jalen Murray himself is three for four. He has 12 points in this game. Like I said before, he's the one that got off to that quick start, kind of killed the Bronx there, but Bronx kind of taking control of this game right now and a big part of that is the shooting from Allen Powell right now. Usually Allen Powell in these sort of games gets out to kind of a slow start, kind of picks it up in the second half of these games, but right now he's off to a quick start. He's got eight points in this game, two for five from the field, but two for four from the three-point line. Allen Powell is shooting up, got the two free throws plus the two 
uh, three-point shots on the move, mind you. Allen Powell is heating up early, and we'll uh, we'll see if this can continue in the second half here, Jim. Yeah, and that's huge for the Bronx because he's our primary floor spacer. So when he's not knocking down the threes, the Bronx as a team just aren't hitting them. But when AP is hitting them and hitting them with confidence, that just opens up so much for everybody else out on the floor because the defense truly needs to play out guard him just about anywhere as soon as he crosses midcourt when he's on he is on you need to guard him he can shoot from just about anywhere and that opens things up like I said for so many other players Dwight Murray was able to get going after we seen a couple threes get knocked down and like I said in the interior game was working really well too as Tariq Ingram had 11 points early in that first half to go along with his seven rebounds Mervin James also got going with five points inside and AOJ Unable to hit anything from the field, but he drew some contact and got himself to the line where he knocked down one. But it's also surprising to see Zarion Blue and Alan Betran pitch in with the perimeter attack as they haven't really been very consistent shooters. They don't shoot many threes, but they both knocked one down there in the first half, and that's a big thing for this Bronx offense. Yeah, Alan Betran had a huge three-point shot before. When St. Peter's going on a little bit of a run, I believe they're leading by maybe two or three. Alan Betrayed kind of silenced this crowd at the peak of the noise of this crowd at the Anatelli Center, or run Baby Run Arena, but this, this crowd was really hyped. Alan Betrayed had a huge three there, and that's one of the big uh, contributions of the day, you could say. Also, Ingram with 11 points, the team high right now at the locker room, but how about the play from Dwight Murray? Seven points in this game, Four rebounds to go along with two assists. He's trying to, he's kind of stacking the stat lineup right now. I know seven points isn't an astronomical amount at the locker room, but he averages around 16 points per game this season. Seven at the half is nothing for him, really, because he could really turn it on in the second half here. And I would not be surprised at all if we saw Dwight Murray in the second half go for 10 points, 12 points, even maybe 14 points alone in the second half to try to close this game out at the Anatelli Center. Yeah, and it seems like a lot of times early in games Dwight is picking and choosing when he wants to attack and when he wants to allow others to be the ones going on the uh, offense and attacking out there creating shots for his teammates but in the second half of games when things really matter when it's crunch time when we really need a bucket he knows that it is Dwight Murray Jr. time and he takes over he's always the one out there going out there and silencing runs when the Bronx need a bucket they look to their leader and there's a reason that he's one of the best players in the MAC. he proves it on a nightly basis by scoring at will when he when the team really needs it most and that's probably the biggest thing about Dwight Murray is that he never backs down from the big moments he loves to have that spotlight on and we've seen it so many times over the past few seasons and Dwight Murray Jr. here tonight we may not need any heroics but we're definitely going to need some buckets in the second half once again Bronx by 8 38 to 30 here in Jersey City over the Peacocks coming up real soon is the best segment of the day around the Mac with Tom and Jim coming up in a couple minutes here on 107 the Bronc and 1077thebronc.com. Take a deep dive into what's happening inside and outside the Bronski Business Classroom and go off the clock with Dean Gene Kutcher. Join us on 1077 The Bronx every Saturday and Tuesday at 9 a.m. with the Dean of the Norm Brodsky College of Business to dip your feet into candid and meaningful conversations with wider business students, faculty, and alumni that are dedicated to topics related to the world of business. Cannonball for the best practices for career development, a look through the entrepreneurial mindset, growing your network while you're in college, 
Challenge, and more. Here's one more splash of excitement. At the end of every episode, one lucky business student following Rider Business on Instagram has a chance to win during an off-the-clock's game segment that will leave you at the tip of the diving board. Miss the show? Not a problem. Schedule time on your calendar to listen to the Off the Clock podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or visit our website, 1077thebronc.com slash off the clock. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza. Man, this party sucks. I know, right? Clowns? Face painting? It's like they think we're children. Doesn't the host know we're college students? We're practically grown-ups now. Whoa. What's that? I think that's... that's... Yeah, that's DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza Truck. A pizza truck? I didn't even know those existed. Look how beautiful it is. The DiLorenzo's Pizza Truck offers tomato pies on the go. You get to pick everything from any pie on the menu and all the toppings. Perfect timing, too. I'm starving. What can I say? Delos the Berg is the word. You can say that again. Delos the Berg is the word. Let's go grab a slice. DiLorenzo's the Berg food truck is perfect for any and all gatherings, birthday parties, campus events, weddings, graduations, you name it. Share the love with your guests with pizza, rolls, salads, and more. Turn your party upside down and become the hostess with the mostest with DiLorenzo's the Berg food trucks. Hi, it's Nehemiah Benson, forward for the writer Bronx before I post up, I open my 1077 The Bronx retro app and do play to listen to every writer man's home game and select the road games on WRRC2. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. I'm Thomas Marco. back here with Jim Wister as the Bronx have an eight-point lead at the half, 38-30. to 30. About a couple minutes before the, the second half will resume as Coming up right now, we got the best segment in all of radio and all of sports radio Tom, around the Mac with Tom and Jim. What do we got, Jim? So tonight is a rather uneventful night here in the Mac as there's only other three other games going on at the moment. We have Quinnipiac on the road taking on the Fairfield Stags. That game just got underway, not even halfway through the first half quite yet, but that game is close to start. Quinnipiac with a current lead of 14-12 to 12 right now, so that's a close game. Iona and Marist. Marist on the road taking on the gals who've already locked up first place, but yet they're still playing all of their starters. Nelly Jr. Joseph, currently the favorite to win Mac player of the year with 13 points and five boards. That game is nearing halftime with Iona with a pretty comfortable lead right now, up eight, but Marish is definitely going to give them a run for their money. And then the game that we are definitely going to keep our eyes on throughout the night, Manhattan on, on the road taking on Siena Saints, who are a game behind us. If the Bronx take care of business tonight, beat St. Peter's, Manhattan does us a favor and knocks off Siena that locks up the number two seed for our Bronx that game is tied right now 37 at the half both teams have a lot to play for as Siena still fighting for that two seed but the middle of the Mac is pretty much up for grabs right now Manhattan sitting at nine and nine they're right outside I believe they're in the sixth spot right now so they're trying to work their way up they're a half game behind Niagara one full game behind Quinnipiac they're trying to work their way up into those first five teams that get a first round bye right there but the, the bottom of the Mac is really close right now. Fairfield, Mount St. Mary's, Canisius, St. Peter's, and Marist are all within two games of each other. So even though there's only two more games to go on the schedule for each team, there's still a lot of seeding to be decided as we get ready for the tournament. Yeah, you said it, Jim. Bronx is going to lock up a two seed in the Mac tournament, but the Jasper's got to come up big with us, but with, for us. But first, the Bronx got to win this game, and the second half is coming up real soon. Bronx by eight right now at the locker room. Second half in 
literally a mere matter of moments here as the time will tick down Bronx by a 38-230 as both teams look to take the court right now. But you just said it, Jim, with a win today and a Manhattan Jasper win over Siena, this could be a huge victory for the Bronx, locking up that two seed and not really having to play maybe even Manhattan in the second round of the back tournament. Yeah, there's still, like I said, a lot of seeding to be decided, so we'll see how everything shakes out. But being that two seed gives you preferable matchups Throughout the tournament also means that we won't have to worry about seeing Iona the favorite in the MAC until potentially the championship game if we get there. The Bronx have already locked up that first round bye, but you still want to close out on a strong note, get that number two seed, and be confident in your ability to play with the best teams in the MAC. As St. Peter's will now come back onto the court, so will Ryder, and the second half is upon us. White Murray will inbound from the sideline, and we got second half. Max Sanity basketball on our way. Bronx by eight right now. Dwight Murray controlling the basketball. Corey McKeithen with no points in this game right now without kicking to James. Fade away from Mervyn James. No good. Rebound by the Peacocks. And the Bronx looking to work it in the paint right away. Mervyn James with that patented fadeaway that he loves to go to. Just couldn't get that one to fall as he came up a little bit short. Cam Young got that rebound off that miss. That's his first time in this game for Cam Young for the Peacocks. Jalen Murray left side going right to the rim. Jalen Murray floater, unorthodox floater. That's going nowhere, but rebound by Young. Offensive rebound by the Peacocks. Reed going to the rim. Floater, no good. Doesn't go out of bounds. It will stay with the Peacocks, though. Yeah, and that, that first shot right there by Jalen Murray, I wouldn't even call that a floater. That was more just like a desperation heave as he drove it into the paint and had nowhere to go, just hoping to draw iron on the shot. But that one was an air ball. Luckily, his teammate was there to clean up the mess he made. Off the inbound, Jalen Murray will get it. Back to Young. Young, one of the three, won't take it. Will now go to the rim. Young, reverse layup as he got fouled on his way up. And we'll go to the line for two shots. Yeah, and Young, like you said, Tom, getting into this game for the first time but coming out with an attacking mentality right there he got the big man Tariq Ingram switched on to him hit him with a shot fake in the corner Tariq Ingram is not quite fleet of foot enough to keep up with Young on the drive right there and I believe they actually got Mervin James with the foul as he was coming over trying to help on that drive Young will go to the strike for two shots on that foul last time out Bronx their first foul in this half, Young, first free throw is no good. Rims out, we'll go to the line for a second. And the free throw shooting struggles continue for St. Peter's in their own home gym as that now makes them one of six at the line. Young, second free throw, and that's good. Young cashes in the second one. It's now a seven-point deficit for the Peacocks. Yeah, despite making that second one, the Peacocks have still left five points at the line here early in this game. And I think... I'm not sure what the refs just called. Yeah, but. we got to stop it to play here. As Murray was going up the court, kind of lost the dribble for a second, picked it back up, and will go over midcourt. But for a second, I thought they called a double dribble, but it doesn't look like that, Jim. No, they called a foul on somebody. I didn't quite see who it was. It looked like the ref gave the signal for 12, but there is no 12 on the court. He might have been talking about Isaiah Dasher maybe off the ball getting into it with Mervyn James. Yeah, I think everyone is confused here. Both teams are going back to the huddle real quick. They don't even know what's going on. As I think we got a clock issue, I believe. Yeah, it was a shot clock issue, I wouldn't say, because they're going to reset this shot clock to 30 now. No, they reset it to 24. Did they get... Cam Young with a technical away from the ball on that one is 
I believe that's what I heard the PA announcer say. But I'm not 100% sure because I was paying attention to the ball as Dwight Murray was having trouble bringing it up cross court, trying to break the press. And it seems like Mervin and Young might have been getting into a little bit of jawing back and forth as they were going up the court. And I believe, if I'm correct, there was a technical call on St. Peter's. I think so, too. I think maybe someone said something to something, someone that the refs didn't like. And we'll keep it at that. I thought it was going to be a technical on the St. Peter's Peacocks. I believe this is what I think is happening, as we have no clarity from the refs so far. But as you said, Jim, I was just focused on Murray getting the ball over midcourt, as he almost did before the clock was stopped and play was stopped. Both teams now out of the huddle here, and we'll see what they're going to do out of this timeout. And I think they're just going to keep it at Dwight Murray, inbounding it from the sideline. As, yeah, double technical on both, I believe, Mervyn James and Isaiah Dasher. So no free throws for anyone as they're both players were jawing at each other as you can hear the crowd Isaiah Dasher pumping up the crowd out to the double technical we'll resume basketball now and it's interesting that they leave Dasher on the court for St. Peter's but Mervin comes out after receiving that double technical Murray getting to the rim no good rebound Isaiah Dasher as Dasher spots up three-point shot no good rebound Ingram Ooh. Bronx are lucky he didn't hit that one because had he hit that three, this crowd would have gone insane in here. They were using that double technical situation as a chance to hype up their crowd. The St. Peter's team loves to play physical, and their fans love to see that physical brand of basketball. Corey McKeith and back to Murray. 18-25 left to go in the second half. Ingram, top of the key, eight on the shot clock. Kicking it to McKeith and McKeith and left side, five on the shot clock. McKeith and trying to go to the rim. Floaters up, no good, off the front iron as McKeithen tracks down his own rebound. Ingram takes it to Murray. Murray trying to get around Jalen Murray. Back to Ingram, 10 on the shot clock. Drake Ingram tries to get around to go pot as that's going to be a foul on the Peacocks there. That's a Muhammad Sal. Yeah, they got him on the drive. Tariq Ingram decided that time. Last time he got the ball in the paint on this possession was a little hesitant. That time, turned around, drove right down the court, and he was ready to get in on the action right there, drawing a foul on Sal. As Anthony McCall will check in for the Ryder Bronx, as we're going to go to a quick top of the hour here on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 TheBronc.com. WRRC-FM, Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Playing the biggest hits and best variety, only on 107.7 The Bronx. Back. Welcome back to Ryder Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx.com. Asreek Ingram getting in there, the big fella for the Bronx, getting the two points with the spin move as Bronx lead it 40 to 31. Yeah, Tariq Ingram is being going on the attack offensively, put Sal in the spin cycle down low. As Muhammad Sal is going up, as that's going to be blocked by Anthony McCall. McCall getting in there, making an instant impact, the freshman year for the Bronx, but it'll stay St. Peter's ball. And he said, don't bring that weak stuff in my paint, sending it flying out of bounds. The Bronx are playing inspired basketball right now. Inbound here for the Peacocks. Jalen Murray left side, guarded by Powell. 17-32 left to go in the second half. Jalen Murray spots up, three-point shot. That's good. Murray getting right, right where he left off in the first half. Yeah, and you don't want to let him start heating up. He came out of the gates firing, knocking down some early threes, and he is really the only reason that St. Peter's is even in this game at the moment. Jalen Murray's got 15 points. Peacocks within six of this game. Ryder 
up 40 to 34, 17-27 left to go in this second half. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten by Tasty Sub Shop. Stop, drop, and roll on down to Tasty Sub Shop, the hotspot for all things subs. A business almost 60 years in the making, Tasty Sub Shop serves up prices you won't believe and subs you can't beat. Open seven days a week, Tasty Sub Shop will have your party decked out with their long list of specials, including three-foot and six-foot long subs and party trays. Join in on the fun with their loyalty club and enjoy a free 24-ounce drink with the purchase of any sub. With 15 subs customized to your tastes, Tasty's is sure to satisfy your cravings not to mention their spread of sides all designed to provide the tastiest experience. Whether it's a quick bite or food for the whole family, Tasty Sub Shop is sure to be a big hit. Eat in, take out, or call ahead weekdays from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. and weekends until 7 p.m. With the freshest ingredients and great customer service, Tasty Sub Shop 1161 Lawrence Road in Lawrenceville is sure to be your new favorite spot. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bayville to North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Reading, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's B2Bistro.com. Hey, it's Garza Ryan Blue, my Bronx family, my own family. Listen to me hit threes online on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can tune in to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077TheBronx.com. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7TheBronx.com. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wister as the Bronx up by six at the Yanitelli Center in Jersey City to the Peacocks, 40-34, to 34, exactly 17 minutes left to go in the second half. And Anthony McCall went to the rim and got his shot swatted out of bounds. Bronx will keep the, ba- Bronx will keep the basketball, though. Trick Ingram now with the basketball. Floaters up. No good. Fight for the rebound. Out of bounds. It will stay with the Bronx once again. Yeah, despite not getting that one to fall, Tariq Ingram is getting to the rim at will. It doesn't look like St. Peter's has anyone that can match the level of physicality that Tariq Ingram's bringing down low in the paint. I think the Bronx is going to continue to feed him until that double comes. Murray will inbound from the baseline once again. Fresh 20 on the shot clock. Ingram right inside under the rim, and that's good off the glass. Tariq Ingram showing his big body. Yeah, right there, and Tut was playing some really good defense. Tariq Ingram is just too big, too strong, and too good for the Peacocks to do anything to stop him. Latrell Reed guarded by McKeithen. McKeithen playing great defense right now. Reed kicking to Jalen Murray. Murray was looking. Dwayne Murray with the steal. Murray going up and can't get the end one, but will get the two-shot foul. And Dwight Murray wisely 
it on the break right there, getting Jalen Murray on his hip, kind of slowing it down so that Jalen Murray doesn't have a chance to get back in there and deflect that shot. Dwight Murray just unfortunately couldn't get the N1 to fall, but here he is stepping to the line with the Bronx up eight, hoping he stretches out to a four-possession lead. Murray on the line here, will shoot two. 16.30 left to go in this second half. Murray right now has seven points. Murray first free throw is no good. Rare miss from Dwight Murray Jr. as he's a pretty consistent free throw shooter, shooting about 78% from the line on the season. A rare miss from Dwight. Murray back on the stripe here. St. Peter's, that's the third foul of this half. Ryder has two. Dwight Murray, second free throw is good. One for two at the line. Isaiah Dasher inbound from the baseline. Sadler now back in the game will kick it to Jalen Murray. Jalen Murray with Murray right on him. Getting over midcourt. Jalen Murray gets a screen from Tut. Back to Sadler. Back to Ardassi. Three-point shot for Ardassi. That's good. Corey McKeithen got caught with his hand down. You know what they say, hand down, man down. Ardassi in the corner, rising up, catch and fire three. Corey McKeithen with a late contest, couldn't do anything about it. AP back to Anthony McCall. McCall back here to Murray. McKeithen left side, 18 in the shot clock. AP back to McKeithen. 15 on the shot clock. Ingram kicks it to McCall. McCall under the rim. Layup is blocked there by Tut as he gets the rebound too, kicking it to Dasher. And it looked like there was a lot of contact right there as McCall thought he got fouled. The coaches sure thought he got fouled, but the refs didn't think so. Dasher to the line, gets the end one, but they're going to call a travel. It's going the other way. Wow, this crowd erupted right there as they thought Isaiah Dasher got the end one, but the refs wave it off as apparently he took one too many steps before completing that layup. As Ingram has fit career-high 15 points here for the Ryder Bronx. Ingram is feasting on the boards right now and in the paint. St. Peter's can't do much against him. Yeah, Tariq Ingram has been feasting here in the second half. Like you said, Tom, now with a career-high 15 points, looking to build upon that as the Bronx just continue to find him down low in the post. St. Peter's currently has no answers for the big man. We'll go to a quick break here at the Anatelli Center, only on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 TheBronx.com. Master Your Finances on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's cwmi.us. Once upon a time, a narrator was compelled to introduce a one-of-a-kind pet health show specifically designed for you. Every Saturday at 10 a.m., catch up on Monday, too. 1077 The Bronx brings your pet matters into view. We have Dr. Takiwa with plenty of pet tips to spare. Made for pet owners just like you from Progressive Veterinary Care. 
Tune in to Your Pet Matters on Saturday at 10 when it airs. Dr. T and his team of experts are always ready to share, keeping your pets happy and healthy like we know you always do. Your Pet Matters on 1077 The Bronx has got you. Your Pet Matters is underwritten by Progressive Veterinary Care, located at 390 County Road in Skillman, New Jersey. This is Tokes Bakari Point Guard for your Ryder Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear every Ryder men's home game and select real game. This season, exclusively on WRRC2. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. I'm Thomas Marco back here with Jim Wister as the Bronx up by six to the St. Peter's Peacocks here in Jersey City, 43 to 37, 15, 37 left to go in the second half. Bronx have possession now. Mervyn James kicking it to Corey McKeithen. Corey McKeithen looking for some in the past two, 16 on the shot clock. McKeithen back here to Powell. Powell guarded by Jalen Murray. 10 on the shot clock. Powell kicking it to Corey McKeithen. No, we'll now kick it here to Mervyn James. James four in the shot clock. James trying to go up. Floater is up. That's good. Mervyn James with two men on him still gets the two. Yeah, and that's a mismatch. The Mervyn's got to attack, but it looks like he came down awkwardly on that ankle as he limps back to play defense. The coaches might want to sub him out and get him checked out as we're clo- too close to March to lose someone as important as Mervyn James. Isaiah Dasher working on James. Dasher will go right to the rim. Dasher can't get the end one, but will get the foul. And Dasher also recognized that Mervin is hurting right now. He went right to attacking him in an ISO situation. Mervin was trying to grit it out, but he's clearly experiencing some discomfort right now. Coaches need to get him to the sidelines and check him out. Yeah, James still on the court right now, though, as I think they're getting Nehemiah Benson in for James right now. Sather, excuse me, Dasher will go to the stripe now and will shoot two. That's Ryder's third foul of this half. Isaiah Dasher on the line. Dasher right now with six points in this game. Make it seven. As now Mervyn James will hit the bench. Looking for a breather. Will get checked out maybe as Nehemiah Benson will check in. Dasher back on the line. Looking to make this a six-point game. Dasher, free throw. Second one is good. Two for two at the line, Dasher. Now the Bronx is still maintaining the lead here, but this St. Peter's team will not go down without a fight. They are finding a way to keep themselves in this game, but the Bronx need to go on a run here. They need to prove that they're the better team and close this game out and don't allow the St. Peter's team to hang around for too long. Peacock full court press. We'll get it over midcourt. McKeithen with the basketball, kicking it to Powell. Right side, 18 on the shot clock. Back to Murray. Murray. Looking for someone to pass through. Dwight Murray will kick it back to AP. 11 on the shot clock. Powell, not much moving in this possession so far for the Bronx. Murray left side now. Five on the shot clock. Benson from 15 feet. Mid-range shot is no good. Bounces up. Fight for the rebound. Cardassi will get it. Yeah, not a good possession by the Bronx. Not much movement. Not a lot going on there. Jalen Murray, reverse layup is no good. He's going to fly out of bounds. And I think it will stay with St. Peter's. I do believe that Tariq Ingram got the block, and I think that went off of Murray, so it is going to be Bronx basketball here. I think that's what they're fighting for right now as the referees will talk to each other for a second. And I think now they're going to point the way in the Bronx. Yeah, it looked like when 
Tariq blocked that. It proceeded to go off of Jalen Murray as he was flying out of bounds. So good call by the refs. Way to pay attention to the play and get the call right on the floor. Bronx basketball now. Murray over midcourt. Ryder by six. AP, top of the key. Back to McKeithen. Back to AP. AP, got Murray jumping. We'll give it to Murray. Porter, step back three. No good. Fight for the rebound. Corey McKeithen will track it down. McKeithen trying to go back to the rim. Murray. On the perimeter, kick it to McKeithen. Three-point shot by McKeithen. That's good, but I think we got a foul down low before the shot. It's going to be a turnover. Yeah, they got Dwight Murray for a charge as he drove baseline and swung that back out to McKeithen. Cardassi with a heads-up play, coming over and getting in the way of Dwight Murray, setting his feet and drawing a charge. McKeithen almost had his first points of the game, still with zero, but he be waved off as now St. Peter's will get possession. Yeah, and watching that back on the video board up there, that was a bit of an iffy call. It looked like Cardassi just got there a little late, but the refs seen it the other way and called that a charge on Dwight. Bronx by six, 45-39. Sadler working on Murray. Sadler kicking it now to Reed. Reed trying to go inside as they're going to get AP for a foul there. A little too much contact on the drive by Reed. Yeah, and that's not the worst foul in the world either is that it looked like AP was beat off the dribble and they would have had an easy one at the rim had they not called the foul on the floor way out on the perimeter. That's going to be the Bronx fifth foul of this half. 13-27 left in this second half. The Bronx definitely don't want to get themselves into foul trouble, but with the way that St. Peter's has been shooting at the foul line today, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to send them to the line a few times. 13-27 left to go in this game as Ryder will call a timeout. Your both teams going back to the timeout. And once again, Bronx by six, 45-239, and Ingram is just eating them up on the boards and under the rim. Like we said before last time out, 15 points, seven rebounds in this game, six for 11 from the field right now. Mervyn James, seven points in this game, and also AOJ still with one point, but also three rebounds. The big men for the Bronx are eating right now. Yes, they are, and this has been a mismatch that we've been attacking throughout the game, and it really hurts to see Mervyn go to the bench. We're not sure about his status right now as it looks like he's sitting over there on the bench ready to go, but Coach Baggett may decide to play it safe and rest one of his best players with the tournament coming up so soon. Yeah, they're going to take Benton out of the game now. We'll put in AOJ. We'll also put Zarion Blue in the game. So now Sadler on the inbound working on AP. Sadler, 13 on the shot clock. AP on the defensive side, kicking it here to Cardassi. Left side, 8 on the shot clock. Cardassi trying to get some room here. Going to kick it to Sadler. Driving inside to the rim. Sadler gets the end one. And AP got caught ball watching that time. He was trying to watch the action going on with Cardassi out on the wing. Lost track of Sadler, who caught the ball with a full head of steam heading to the rim. Got a step on him. And I believe they got Zarion Blue, actually, for the reach in on that Sadler drive. As now Sadler will go to the stripe for an and one free throw. Looking to make this a three-point deficit for the Peacocks as AP will check out and Bakari will check in for the first time in this game. Sadler on the line and one free throw is no good as they're going to get off at the rebound. Cam Young going up high, getting that old rebound. Reed left side now for the Peacocks. St. Peter's down four, under 13 minutes left in this game. Reed. Inside here to tight, tight under the rim as that's going to be a foul on the court there by AOJ. 
Did they get, I think they got Dwight for that coming I over the think top. they did too. Trying to bat that ball away from Tut. And if I'm not mistaken, that will send Tut to the line for a one and one opportunity here. Yeah, they're gonna say Tut was in the air, trying to gut to the rim. So it's gonna be, excuse me, yeah, one and one. Wires seven fouls in this game. Tut first free throw, no good. Missed the front end of the one-on-one. Rebound AOJ will immediately get it to McKeithen. Yeah, and that miss is not surprising. St. Peter's has not found any rhythm from the line in this game, and that is the reason the Bronx are still holding on to a four-point lead at the moment. Murray to Blue. Blue back to Murray. Right side, 13 on the shot clock. Back to Blue. Blue, look for some of the passes. We'll give it to McKeithen. McKeithen to Bakari. Bakari left side. Five on the shot clock. Bakari to Blue. Blue. 15-footer as he's going to get fouled on the way up with one second on the shot clock, bailing out the Bronx on that possession. Yeah, talk about a bailout foul as the Bronx had absolutely nothing going right there. This zone defense that St. Peter's is playing is still giving us fits here midway through the second half. Luckily, Zarion Blue was able to draw some contact as he tried to rise up for the mid-range jumper, and that bails out another bad possession for the Bronx. A shooting foul by the Peacocks. They're fourth of this half as Blue would go to the line for two shots. Darion Blue, free throw number one, no good. And the Bronx cannot leave points at the line. When you're playing on the road late in conference play, you need to convert every opportunity that you get. Bronx now 8 for 12 from the free throw line. Blue, second free throw is good. 1 for 2 at the line. At least they didn't come up empty, stretching this lead out to 5 for the Bronx, but they need to focus in on the defensive end. They'd be getting a little too handsy, a little too physical, allowing St. Peter's to get to the line. Although they haven't been converting, you can't just keep giving them these chances at the line. St. Peter's back with the basketball, down 5. Sadler over midcourt, guarded by Bakari. Sadler going right to the iron as he gets it to go down. Easy for Sadler on that drive there. That was just way too easy as Bakari was beat from the second that ball crossed midcourt. He was not able to recover in time. Sadler with the easiest two points possibly of his whole career. Bronx only up by three here. Under 12 minutes in this game. Blue to Bakari. Bakari right side back to Murray. 11 on the shot clock. McKeithen back to Murray. Murray double teamed here. Right side, five in the shot clock for Murray. AOJ backing out his defender, under the rim, three on the shot clock. Get it to go in as AOJ bailing out that possession once again. And the Bronx just barely getting that shot off in time. They want to work it into the post, but St. Peter's doing a good job preventing that. Luckily, Dwight Murray was able to get it to AOJ with about five on the shot clock. AOJ aggressively going right to the rim and being able to score inside. Sadler gets a screen from Tut. Peacock sound five. Cardassi left side on the perimeter. Back to Sadler. McKeithen on the defensive side. Sadler once again going inside and will get fouled as they're going to call it on the floor. No and one free throw, but he'll shoot two. Yeah, and yet another foul for the Bronx. Luckily, that one's on the floor, so they're going to have to earn the second free throw by knocking down the first one. They've been having their struggles, but the Bronx cannot continue to foul at this rate. Yeah, one and one free throw for Sadler after we come out of this timeout break. Ryder up by five right now, 48-43. 11-13 left to go in the second half. Only on 107-7 the Bronx. 
and 1077thebronc.com. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronc is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. My friends always tell me I light up the room, bringing everyone up with the brightest smile on my face. I may look happy, but dig a little deeper and the pain speaks for itself. Between 20 to 30% of adolescents report having symptoms of depression and anxiety, and we need to find a way to put this statistic to a halt. And with Attitudes in Reverse, we can do just that. Attitudes in Reverse, or AIR, has a mission to create a community of understanding as they strive to educate and spread awareness on people struggling with mental health disorders. Now, it's true. You never know what someone is going through. You could look like a shining star on the outside but be drowning in the deepest ocean on the inside air strives to provide unlimited mental health awareness and suicide prevention programs for our youth and young adults no matter the price you should never be scared to just speak up air is a volunteer organization and is not a counseled service they aim to inspire hope for those suffering with mental health and to ultimately save lives for more information on how you or someone you know can get help through air's outstanding services visit air.ngo that's air.ngo Hey, it's Tokes Bakari, point guard. My Bronx family and my own family. Listen to me hit threes online on 1077, the Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can tune in to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077thebronc.com. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. I'm Tom Schmarco back here with Jim Wister as the Bronx up by five right now in Jersey City at the Anatelli Center. 48 to 43 over the St. Peter's Peacocks. 11-13 left to go in this second half as last time out, Bronx fouled. Sather going to the rim as Sather will step to the line and calmly hit the front end of the one and one. And this is game the Bronx are lucky to find themselves still leading as they fouled St. Peter's repeatedly, but St. Peter's has not been able to convert many opportunities from the line, shooting really poorly. Sather, second free throw, no good. One for two at the line. It'll stay a four-point lead for the Bronx. So they are now five of 13 from the line as a team. Alan Betran back on in this game now. Alan Powell as well. Powell left side, AP, back to Murray. Murray to Bakari. Bakari, 14 on the shot clock. Bakari inside the AOJ. AOJ wants to pass it to someone. Will now go to the rim. AOJ takes out a defender and takes it to the rim with ease. Wow, and he faked out twice on that possession. Once with the pass fake, got him looking all over, trying to find the ball. And then once again with the shot fake, getting him in the air, going up and under to finish inside. AOJ with a huge bucket for the Bronx. Bronx fights. Murray. Jalen Murray working on Dwight Murray. Gets a screen from Tut. Jalen Murray trying to go to the rim. Gets it to Tut. Tut wasn't even looking. As that's a turnover. Bakari gets the rebound. And Bronx in transition. Yeah, if Tut had been paying any attention, expecting that pass, he would have had an easy finish right at the rim. 
Murray gets inside the AOJ, but immediately is fouled right when he gets the ball by Isaiah Dasher. As does the St. Peter's Peacock's fifth foul of this half. And the Bronx just need to continue working the ball into the paint. The Peacocks have had no answers for when the ball gets down low, but the Peacocks have played great defense when the Bronx haven't been able to find the big man working down inside in the paint. Sal will check in for a tut here. So Muhammad Sal back in this game. Murray inbound from baseline gets to the AOJ. AOJ looking for some of the passes on the right. We'll give it to Murray. 18 on the shot clock. Dwight Murray trying to go inside running baseline without kicking to AP. Right side, AP working on Dasher. 10 on the shot clock. Murray corner, three-point shot. Ribs out, rebound Dasher. Peacock's in transition. Jalen Murray back to Dasher. Dasher inside, can't get the end one, but will get the foul and go to the straight for two. Wow, and that was an unlucky possession for the Bronx. That ball was 90% of the way down before it decided, nope, I'm coming right back out. St. Peter's grabbed the board, and they took off running. Bakari got back in transition to prevent an easy bucket in on the run right there, but Isaiah Dasher stepping to the line yet again for this Peacocks team. Dasher on the line here. We'll shoot two, down six. 9.55 left to go in this game. Isaiah Dasher. Right now in this game with eight points, Dasher first free throw off the front end of the iron. We'll go back to the line for a second now. And like I've said repeatedly in this game, if it weren't for St. Peter's having a crazy inability to hit free throws, the Bronx would be in a lot of trouble right now as now the Peacocks are 5 of 14 from the line as a team. Dasher back to the stripe, second free throw. That's good. One for two at the line, five-point game. And they're shooting about 38% from the line as a team. If the Bronx don't stop fouling, though, this game could get a lot closer than it already is. AP right side, Powell back to Murray. Murray top of the key, 20 on the shot clock. Murray directing traffic here, guarded by Jalen Murray. AP guarded by Reed. AP back to Benson inside. Benson lose the ball, fly out. As that's a turnover, Jalen Murray throws it right to Dwight Murray. Another turnover, Murray inside as the referees are going to call this dead for some reason. As I think that was a rider foul, I believe. Yeah, they caught Dwight Murray trying to get the crafty move right there, getting his hand wrapped around the defender as he drove by him. That's something that a lot of the times in the game the refs won't catch, but the refs had their eyes on that one right there. As Coach Baggett and all the other coaches for Ryder on the bench are questioning that call right now, as I believe... They will, yeah, they will rule it a rider foul. So a turnover for the rider on top of that. They now have 10 fouls in this game. I know Sadler up the court. Sadler getting it to Jalen Murray. Peacock's running already right out of the timeout. Reed back to Dasher. 20 on the shot clock. Dasher back here to Murray. Left side. Jalen Murray gets a screen from South. Jalen Murray, three-point shot. Catches it in. And Jalen Murray is getting hot yet again. He has been shooting the lights out from deep. The Bronx cannot allow him to get clean looks from out there. Only a two-point game. Murray on the run. Floater no good. Ingram gets the offensive rebound and puts it back in. Big-time points from a big-time man. Yeah, way to attack early right there. Dwight Murray got the inbound pass and just took off down the court, attacking before St. Peter's got their defense set. Although he missed, that put Tariq Ingram in a great position to grab an offensive rebound, which he did, and convert it for two. Ingram's got 17 in this game. 
game. Trying to get it to Sao. Sao will lose it out of bounds, but it will stay with the Peacocks on this end. Still yeah. a four-point game, 8.38 left. Yeah, and both teams are really going on the attack now. This has been some frantic, frenetic basketball here over the last few minutes, but the Bronx are still managing to hold on to this lead, but the lead keeps decreasing slowly. They need to find some stops, and they need to find an answer for Jalen Murray. Dash will now inbound from the sideline. Isaiah Dasher. Jalen Murray tried to get it in before, but a quick tip out by Ryder. As now another man will inbound. Dasher will inbound to the Sadler. Jalen Murray now with the basketball. Gets a screen from Sal. Murray trying to go right to the iron. Jalen Murray with ease inside. We got a two-point game. Yeah, and that high pick and roll action with Jalen Murray has been unstoppable. It looks like the Bronx are going to need to hedge that or do something to prevent him from turning the corner and getting downhill and attacking. As Jalen Murray thought he poked the ball out from Corey McKeithen, but they'll get him with a foul, a reach in on Jalen Murray. That's St. Peter's sixth foul of this half. Yeah, despite the Bronx still maintaining a two-point lead, all of the momentum in this building right now is favoring the Peacocks. The crowd is behind them right now. This is where you need someone like Dwight Murray to come out here and knock down a silencer. Corey McEthan to Betran, left side. Betran looking to get open. We'll give it here to Mervin. Mervin inside to Tariq Ingram. Ingram inside will be fouled down low as I think they're going to call this an and one as he got the bucket right after. But no, I think they'll just wave it on the court. Yeah, so that's going to now be a one-on-one -one opportunity for Tariq, but that is a great job of working it down low. The big man was switched onto Isaiah Dasher. Isaiah Dasher is a great player. He stands no chance down low against Tariq Ingram. Tariq being aggressive as soon as he got the ball, drawing the foul. Looked like they could have been an N1 right there. The continuation was awfully close. Refs decided, though, it did happen before he got the shot up. So Tariq needs to go to the line and knock down two big free throws for the Bronx. That's what I think they call it, Jim, but they're going to call it on the floor. So Ingram going to the line for a one-and-one one here. Tariq Ingram already with a career-high 17 in this game. Ingram, rider up two here. Tariq Ingram, first free throw. will get it to go down. Okay, so they did give him the Yeah, they're going to call it an and-one. Okay. At the last second, right when Ingram stepped to the line, we're going to call it an end one, so 55 to 50 rider, a three-point play by Tariq Ingram. So now Jalen Murray with the ball for the Peacocks after an end one by Tariq Ingram, rider by five. Jalen Murray, right side, gets a screen from Sal. Murray trying to go to the rim, lose the ball, Betran gets it, turnover for the Peacocks, transition for the Bronx. Betran slows it down, gave it to McKeithen, back to Powell, left side. Ingram, top of the key. We'll give it here to Betran. Straight away, three-point shot by Betran. That's good. Nothing but net. Betran right in the eye hole of the Peacocks. Bronx by eight. Yeah, quick 6-0 run by the Bronx right there, stretching this lead back to eight. Great ball movement right there. Got the ball inside to Tariq Ingram. And that time, instead of being aggressive, he knew they had a teammate wide open on the perimeter. Unselfish basketball by the big man, hitting Alan Bertrand for a big-time three. Ryder up in Jersey City, 58-250, 7.30 left to go in this second half. Bronx are rolling here at the Yanatelli Center on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx.com. Um. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar. 
where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar, now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. 1077 The Bronx. Get those school supplies ready. An educational radio show and podcast is here on The Bronx Radio. Pod Save the Teachers is a dynamic new radio show from the College of Education and Human Services, airing every Saturday at 8 a.m. Hosted by Dr. Mark Piercy, Pod Save the Teachers is a monthly look at educational issues, faculty and student spotlights, and a focus on Ryder University's partner districts in New Jersey and around the country. Pod Save the Teachers will feature the best practices, the most important topics both in and outside the classroom, and questions which drive the debate around education in the United States. Brand new episodes of Pod Save the Teachers will also be released on your favorite podcasting platforms the last Saturday of every month. For more information online, go to 1077thebronc.com slash podsavetheteachers. Hi, it's Dwight Murray, your point guard for the Ryder Bronx. Before I post up, I open my 1077 The Bronx Retro app in Google Play to listen to every Ryder man's home game and select the road games on WRRC2. Welcome back to Bronx Basketball here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronx.com. I'm Tom Schmarco back here with Jim Wister as the Bronx up by eight to the Peacock, 58 to 50. 7.30 left to go in this game as Ryder came up with a big time and one from Tariq Ingram and another big time three by Alan Betran to put them at eight at the Yanatelli Center here in Jersey City. Peacocks now with the basketball over midcourt. Reed working on McKeithen. Bronx will stay with the starting five on the court. No, Mervyn James now on the court here. Mervyn James on the court here in place of Dwight Murray. Sadler Nine in the shot clock. Sather going to the rim. Sather gets the go down off the glass. Yeah, and as great as of an offense player as AP is, he is being singled out and attacked on the defense event. He needs to step it up a little bit and at least slow things down because people are just driving right by him. Powell left side. Trying to kick it to James. Almost lost to McKeithen. Will corral it. McKeithen back to Betran right side. James right side. Back to Betran. Going right to the iron. Mid-range shot. No good. St. Peters will get the rebound here. Reed. Going to get it here to Sadler. Back to Kim Young who's back in the game. Young back to Sadler. Left side. Sadler trying to dribble around McKeithen. Going to give it to Reed. 6.22 left to go in this game. Sadler back with the basketball. 12 on the shot clock. Jalen Murray. Three-point shot by Murray. Bounces up. No good. Sal gets the rebound. 
Offensive rebound for the Peacocks going up. No good, but fouled on his way up. So Sal will go to the line for two shots. Yeah, he's going to step to the line, but let's see if this Peacocks team is able to knock down their free throws. As I've mentioned so many times in this game, if they were able to knock down their free throws, they'd be winning this game right now. But they've left so many points at the line. It has given the Bronx life, and it's given the Bronx this lead that they're still holding. Sal on the line here for two free throws. Sal with this game with four points. Has not scored since the first half. Mohamed Sal, first free throw is good. That's going to roll around a couple of times. I thought that was going out there for a second. Yeah, that's, that's the friendly home rims taking care of you right there. But Mohamed Sal's not a very good free throw shooter. Only shooting about 64% on the season. So let's see if he can knock down both of these and cut the lead down to four. Sal back on the free throw line. 6-11 left. Sal, second free throw is good. Two for two at the line. We got a four-point game. Yeah, the Bronx need to figure things out here. Every time they try to pull away, St. Peter's goes on a little run and makes this game interesting yet again. Only a two-possession lead with plenty of time left. The Bronx can't afford to take their foot off the gas. AP back to Murray, right side. Dwight Murray, 16 on the shot clock, kicking it to Ingram. Ingram, top of the key. He's got 20 in this game. Ingram losing the ball. Fight for the ball at the court. Cam Young's going to come up with the turnover, Bronx. Yeah, Tariq Ingram tried to put his head down and go to the rim. Did not feel the defense coming over to help on that drive and got the ball poked away from him. Turnover by the Bronx. Latrell Reed kicking it to Sadler, right side. Back to Reed. Reed guarded by Murray. Top of the key. Back to Sadler. 12 on the shot clock. Sadler trying to go up. We'll kick it back out to Dasher. And that's going to be a travel on Sadler. It's going the other way. Yeah, Sadler once again got caught in between going up for the shot and then deciding last second that the shot wasn't there. Tried to find someone to pass to and shuffled his feet. Easy call for the refs. Turnover, Peacocks, Bronx basketball. The crowd and the bench do not like that call as nonetheless it's a turnover. Bronx basketball, Murray with the ball now getting over midcourt back to AOJ. Murray getting the Powell, stop and pop, three-point shot, and that's it. AP, his first point since the first half. And AP always seems to rise to the occasion late in games. No matter how he's been shooting it prior to that, he always finds a way to knock down big shots. Bronx by seven. Reed, top of the key. Under five minutes left in this game. Dasher, spin move inside. Floater is good over Mervyn James. And it's good to see Mervyn back out on the court. Hopefully that ankle's feeling 100% because we're going to need him in the tournament, but we sure do need him tonight as well. Murray over midcourt. Gonna give it here to Betran left side. Alan Betran back to Murray. Murray back here to Powell. Back to Murray. Dwight Murray guarded by Sadler trying to get around him. 10 on the shot clock. Kicking it inside to AOJ. Kicking it back to Powell. Another three by Powell. Another make by Powell. Yeah, and you'd think that Isaiah Dasher knows by now. AP is not the. Bronk, you want to leave to go help down low. As soon as the help defender came over, swung it out to AP. Cash money AP knocking down another big triple. Powell trying to end this game early. Bronx, an eight-point lead now. Reed to Sow, top of the key. Back to Sadler. Left side, AOJ on the defensive side. Dasher, corner three. No good off the off the iron. Rebound here by Murray. Way to come down and rebound as a guard right there by Dwight Murray. He easily could have leaked out and tried to start the break, but he made sure that the Bronx closed out that defensive possession with a rebound. Murray to Betran, back to Murray. Murray still has eight points in this game. 
Murray also has six rebounds, trying to go to the rim. Murray with ease, getting it up off the glass, and in Bronx look to close this game out. Yeah, Dwight Murray is a closer. He turned on the Jets, blew by the defender, made that one look so easy. Ryder by 10 right now, 66-56. 3.18 left to go in this game. Murray to Sow, Sow, three-point side. That's good. St. Peter's getting it on the perimeter action. And that's interesting as Sow is not really known for being a three-point shooter. That's only his fifth three-point make on the season, but what a time to knock it down as that keeps St. Peter's in this game and brings the crowd back to life. The Peacocks have life here in Jersey City as the Bronx up by seven now with 3-11 left in this basketball game on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx.com. The Bronx Lunchbox on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Osteria Procaccini in Pennington and Crosswicks with pizza you can't beat and all your favorite classics perfected in their recipes. Osteria Procaccini will remind you why they are one of the most popular hotspots in Pennington and Crosswicks. Learn from the locals and try a slice of their infamous Nona Cecina pizza. Order a side of garlic knots to complement your meal and enjoy the dish that everyone is raving about. Visit Osteria for a taste of authentic Italian terracotta oven cooked pizza with their house specialty thin charred crust and vegan dough. They have appetizers aplenty, red pizza, white pizza, soup, salads, Italian sandwiches, pasta, artisan raviolis and more. Try their fire roast entrees or plates and don't forget to order a little something sweet from osteria's delicious dessert menu let osteria procaccini prove to your taste buds why they're the best pizza in central jersey drop into their restaurant grab and go with curbside pickup or place an order for delivery by phone or online at getforky.com osteria procaccini makes dinner a feast with terracotta oven pizza you simply can't beat 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro's campus traditions are underwritten by Sky Zone Hamilton. 17 Quaker Bridge Plaza Drive, Hamilton. Jump into the action at Sky Zone, the perfect place for spontaneous fun, parties, and events for people of all ages. Whether you're 4 or 40, Sky Zone has something for you. Parents, bring your growing kids to the brand new Little Ninja or Little Leapers program Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or leave the kids at home and bring your friends for the showdown of a lifetime. Ultimate Dodgeball. At Sky zone everyone is free to have fun like a little kid with 12 different attractions and specialized programs sky zone has thought of it all to provide you with the most stress relieving experience ever play to your strengths try sky zones air court parkour blocks ninja warrior course free jump and more the best part everyone is welcome glow all out every friday and saturday night at glow with laser lights glow lights and a live dj for more information and to learn more about sky zone hamilton mercer county's premier indoor entertainment and recreation facility it's skyzone.com forward slash Hamilton. This is Tokes Bakari Point Guard for your Ryder Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 1077 The Bronx Retro to hear every Ryder men's home game and select real games this season exclusively on WRRC2. Welcome back to Bronx basketball here on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. I'm Tommy Schmarco back here with Jim Wister as Mervyn James going to the rim, getting blocked there by Sal. As now St. Peter's will have the first possession out of the timeout. Bronx up by seven right now, 232 left to go in this game. As now Sadler has the ball to the right here, working on Betran. 10 on the shot clock. Sadler gets a screen from Sal. Six on the shot clock. Sadler trying to get to the rim. 
three on the shot clock. Cardassi, desperation three, no good off the iron. Out of bounds, it'll go to the Bronx. And that was some really good team defense by the Bronx right there. As AP was switched on to the big man, was able to communicate with Alan Matran, who's a little bit bigger, matches up better with Sal inside, preventing them from going down low to him right off the bat, forcing them to fire up a desperation three from Cardassi that never had a chance of falling. Mervyn James with the ball over midcourt now as Matran will keep the basketball 21 in the shot clock. Murray will control the basketball, kicking it to Betran. 16 in the shot clock, under two minutes left in this game. Trying to alley-oop it to AOJ, but I think they're to get a foul down low with St. Peter's right before. Yeah, it looked like Cam Young just wrapped up AOJ and was not going to allow him to catch that lob as his he was all over him down low. AOJ knew that he had the size and athleticism advantage, trying to go up top with it, but drawing the foul. Now he's going to go step to the line for a one-and-one. One. If he knocks both these down, the Bronx are feeling pretty comfortable. AOJ on the line here. He's got five in this game. Going to go to the stripe for a one-and-one. One. AOJ, first free throw is good. And that's a big one. AOJ has been a consistent free throw shooter on the season, shooting 67%, but it seems like whenever they need him in the big moments, he comes up clutch and knocks down the ones that really matter. Isaiah Dasher will check in this game for Cam Young now. Dasher, the leading scorer for the St. Peter's Peacocks with 14.7 points per game this season. AOJ, second free throw is good. Two for two at the line for the big man makes a nine-point game. Yeah, so long as the Bronx don't foul, don't do anything dumb right here, just make St. Peter's work to get some points on the board. The Bronx have got to be feeling pretty good about where they are. Jalen Murray, right side. Murray gets a screen from Sal. Murray with AOJ right on him. I think they're going to call a foul on the Bronx away from the basketball. Yeah, I think they got AP fighting down low with Sal, and that is exactly what you didn't want to do if you were the Bronx. Now the, stop, the clock stops, and Sal goes to the line trying to cut into this lead. That is not smart basketball. AP definitely had the size mismatch right there, but he just got a little too physical trying to prevent Sal from getting position. Sal on the stripe here. Will shoot. Two, or excuse me, one and one here. Sal makes the first one. I do believe that was, they were giving him two regardless as now the Bronx are yeah. at their 10 foul limit. Yeah, the Bronx, 10 fouls here. As is an eight point game now. Sal, second free throw, no good. Rebound, but Tran. Now the Bronx want to take their time here. Three possession lead, under two minutes to go. St. Peter's will run out of time to get themselves back into this game if the Bronx plays smart here. As the Bronx over midcourt, they're going to foul. Looks like Mervyn James here. So now James will accept the line for a one-in-one -one free throw. And that's smart. St. Peter's immediately going with the foul as soon as the ball gets cross-court, knowing that the Bronx still have to hit the first free throw to earn the second. One-on-one -on -one opportunities are never a given, so let's see if Mervyn can knock these down. Bronx by eight, 136 left in this game. Mervyn James front end the one and one got it to go down. Big-time free throw from the big man. Yeah, that's a big one. This one right here is even bigger, as this will stretch it out to a four-possession lead for the Bronx if Mervyn's able to convert. Mervyn James, free throw number two. James 
Can't get to go down. Bounces up, rebound. Sow here. Yeah, that miss gives St. Peter's life, but they need to go, and they need to go quickly. Isaiah Dasher in the corner, running baseline. Dasher trying to go up, loses it. Hits the deck here as this will be a tie-up, and this will stay the way of the Peacocks. So despite that, the Peacocks are still alive, but like I said, they need to move quickly right here because they are running short on time. Only a minute and 25 seconds left in this game. Sessionero will go to St. Peter's, so the Peacocks still alive in this game, down nine. Sadler inbounds at the Dasher. Down low to Dasher, excuse me, Sadler once again, as that's gonna be a foul down low here, as I believe. I think they got Sadler with yeah, the travel, I think they did actually. They yeah, travel, Sadler going up. There's no official call by the refs, but Bronx just got away from the basketball, so Sadler traveling on that, going to the rim, as now Murray will inbound from the baseline. And St. Peter's is, has beat themselves tonight more so than our Bronx beating them. The Bronx have played well, but St. Peter's has had a lot of self-inflicted wounds, including their struggles from the foul line that have led to the Bronx maintaining control throughout the second half. Mervyn James bounce pass to AOJ. AOJ tried to slam it down, but will lose it out of bounds. It will stay with the Bronx, though. Yeah, that, that honestly was a little too aggressive for my liking as the Bronx up nine with barely a, over a minute left in this game. You want to slow things down. Luckily, that went out of bounds off of St. Peter's. Murray tried to inbound it as they're going to get a foul down low on St. Peter's here as Ryder will step to the line to shoot a two-shot foul as they St. Peter's has 10 fouls now. Yeah, and I think they got Cardassi right there getting a little too physical with Alan Bertrand on that inbounds play. Bertrand with the chance to walk up to the line and basically ice the game as long as he converts one out of these two. Bertrand's got six in this game off the bench. Bertrand on the stripe for two-shot foul. Bronx up nine. Bertrand, first free throw is no good. And the Bronx continue to leave the door open for St. Peter's to pull off a miracle comeback. They will need a miracle, but the Bronx need to start knocking down these free throws. Ryder, 13 for 19 on the night at the line. Matran, second free throw here. Al Matran gets the second one, one for two at the line tonight. And that second one was the big one. As now it is a 10-point, four-possession game for our Bronx. That should just about close the door here, but you never know. Isaiah Dasher inside. Can't get the easy layup to go down. AOJ rebound. Murray with the basketball now. Gets it over midcourt as going to give it back to Murray. And I don't think St. Peter's going to foul. Murray getting it to Mervyn James now. Back here to AP. 51 seconds left. 15 in the shot clock. They're playing tight defense, but they're not fouling. Powell tries to get around Jalen Murray as now a foul will come. Jalen Murray with 10 on the shot clock will send Powell to the free throw line. Yeah, and that should just about do it here in Run Baby Run Arena as the Bronx closing out St. Peter's, inching closer to locking up that two seat as we get ready for the MAC tournament next week. Powell on the free throw line. First free throw for AP is good. AP with 15 points in this game tonight. Bronx have an 11-point lead, 45 seconds left. AP, second free throw here for the sharpshooter. Can't get to go down, rebound Sal. Yeah, if there's one thing to nitpick about this win for the Bronx, late-game free throw shooting has not been ideal. Jalen Murray, long three, no good. Rebound J Dwight Murray as Murray, with no one ahead of him, will get fouled here by Cardassi. And if this was the NBA, I believe they'd be calling that a transition take foul. As like you said, there was nobody out in front of Dwight Murray on that one. 
Now Murray will step to the stripe here for two free, so free throws with 36 seconds left. Murray on the stripe has 10 points in this game, along with seven rebounds and three assists. Murray, first free throw is good. So like I said, with this win here, the Bronx are getting ever so close to locking up that two seed in the MAC tournament. And with the loss here, St. Peter's is going to fall down to sole possession of last place currently in the MAC. Murray's second free throw is good, basically icing this game. 13-point lead for the Bronx. Up ahead is Jalen Murray over midcourt. Jalen Murray trying to get to the rim. 50-footer for Murray, no good. Rebound here by AOJ, kicking it to Murray as Murray getting the ball. 24 seconds left, no shot clock over midcourt, and that'll do it. Murray to Bertrand, back to James. 16 on the shot clock, near play, keep away now. No shot clock as the Ryder Bronx will come into the Yanatelli Center and get a big-time Mac win, trying to keep that second seed alive. Will beat the St. Peter's Peacocks 73-60. to Just domination down the stretch here at the Yanatelli Center here, Jim. Yeah, the Bronx really took control late in this game, showing that they are a team full of upperclassmen, guys who know how to close out games, and guys who do not back down from pressure situations. The Bronx will move to 13-6 in the MAC Conference and 16-12 overall as St. Peter's will fall to 11-17 overall and 6-13 in the MAC. Coming up next is the postgame show only on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 thebronc.com.